previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. And Abe. I'm dead. You're actually not. You have a vision. You see before you a man step out from white swirling mist. He leans down, touches you on the brow and says, you have much work yet to be done. And you gasp for air. Jet and Prothean are also sitting up. You can actually see the glowing dust in the air that you couldn't see before. And on the walls, pictograms that had previously been invisible to you. Uh, So you can see that the pictograms depict a humanoid figure with five different faces. And he is being handed stones by a lovely woman. The next scene is the uh, humans summoning demons from the ground. You guys exit the cave. You can see a purplish haze over a ridge, kind of like a beacon. Yeah, no, I think we should rest before we go check out what this purplish haze is. So let's now revisit Ambionitis, Brixius, and Finrail. You look up and see that there are another ten thugs that step out from the trees. We're slavers, gentlemen. I got that, uh, I got that coin that you're looking for. Chaps guy says, you know what? Why don't we just take your money and sell you? Wide Shoulders has a mace, so he's just battering against your shield arm. All right, fine. I go unconscious. Who looks injured? You. (laughs) (laughs) Yellow Shirt is going to step up and say, I got this. Yes, rolls a 14 plus four. So he is going to drop you. Abraham is the only one then that hears the faint echoes of swords clashing and yelling. Let's get to to Russian. Prothean is coming up towards you and you can see there is a group of individuals tying up your friends. They're all going to take off on their horses and away with your friends. to another episode of the Death Saving Bros podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Brad Renfro. Welcome to our show. Ben Renfro. I apologize for any unbecoming behavior that I might exhibit tonight. <laughs> Eric Nemeth. That's what I want to know, that I'm not wearing pants right now. And Brad Richards. I got a question. What's the difference between a drug dealer and a prostitute. Ooh, I know this one. What? A prostitute can wash her crack and resell it. <laughs> oh, You're welcome. Matt Smith is not here with us tonight. Um, he He's had busy enough. washing his crack and reselling it. Still recovering from last night. Yeah, the boys got together, went out on our own adventure in real life. And guess what? I died. Just like in the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fitting. Of all of us, he was the one to fail his death-saving throws. Oh, I, I did homework. And of all of us, I was the one actually studying. <laughs> you were the smart one who pays attention for once. What? That's fucked up. 
Well, we are here today, uh, ready to record, and uh, Matt will hopefully be with us next time. But he had some uh, last-minute scheduling conflicts and was not able to be with us tonight. We will forge ahead and keep going. Who remembers what happened last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast? Pass. Our big bad behemoth brothers and Finrael were captured and overwhelmed by many a men and women while the rest of the group finally caught up by the end of the episode. Yep. And as they were uh, loading up on their horses and riding away, uh, you were able to, I think you were able to shoot one. We also placed a tracking device on the back of the wagon. There was no wagon, so nice try. Inserted the tracking device in, in the horse's anus. Into the back of the horse. <laughs> well, actually, what you were able to do was you were able to track these horses. They were obviously faster than you were, but uh, their path was clear enough. And Abraham was able to follow the tracks using his expertise with mountains to track them down. You got close several times. There was one time where you reached a campfire that they had set up, and it seemed as if the fire had been put out only moments before you had arrived, and you found snapped ropes around a tree, and you found the body of Redshirt beneath a tree. That we looted, correct? Sure, if you want to. Uh, Redshirt just had a mace on him, and, uh, like, two copper pieces. Two months' wages. Mine. <laughs> and then after two days of tracking, you actually see that the tracks split. And some horses go off one direction while other horses keep continuing forward. And Abe, at that point, decides that he's going to follow the branching off path just to make sure that they don't lose uh, Finrail and Ambionitis and Brixius. Meanwhile, Jet and Prothean continue on, and after the third day of tracking these these dastardly dudes and uh, trying to think of a good W adjective for women. Whimsical women. Whimsical women, I don't know. Wacky. You were following these thugs. <laughs> they are a little bit wacky. Little bit. They got a little sugar in them. A little wacky. You finally come out of the mountains, and you have followed them to a small farm just at the edge of the mountain range, and you are... What kind of farm? It is a corn farm. (laughs) Now, what would you like to do? You are standing above the farm, still in the hills of the lower mountains, and you have witnessed these thugs taking your friends into a farmhouse and it's a corn farm. So I'm totally gonna I think what we should do here is we should Mr. Prothean is get all sneaky sneaky through the corn and get up to this farmhouse and do some reconnaissance. I have another idea. We're not burning down the farmhouse immediately. That's only part of my idea. We're going to sneak into the cornfield, get close to it. You're going to set fires around outside of the house, and I'm going to be planted in front of the front door. 
with all the other doors blocked, whenever they come out, we just start swinging swords and cutting down everyone. Because they're going to take come out first before letting the prisoners out, obviously. Hmm. But it does involve burning out down the farmhouse. See, I knew it involved fire. Let's just go see what we're dealing with first. Let's just go up there and see what we're dealing with. And if there's any shadows, I would like to just teleport from shadow <laughs> to shadow. All right. Well, you guys start making your way down into the corn so that you can sneak up towards the house. Meanwhile, inside the farmhouse, Ambionitis, Brixius, and Finrail are awake, and but they are bound very well because the thugs didn't bind you quite so well on the road, and at one point, Brixius broke out of his bonds, climbed a tree, and then dropped in on the thugs when they came over and managed to kill Redshirt. So... Now you are bound and sitting on the floor of the farmhouse while the thugs are sitting around a table eating uh, a breakfast of cornmeal. And they are arguing amongst themselves. The guy wearing the chaps is saying to his companions, We should cut our losses. This is ridiculous. We've been going for three days straight with barely any sleep. And all we get is this stupid cornmeal when we get here. We should just kill them and cut our losses while uh, Squats the uh, the woman with the very thick thighs is saying, no, we have to sell them. We That's why we went there. That's why half of us died and now, guess what? There's more money for the rest of us, okay? We take them to market like we planned. Them and the other three prisoners that we've got. Mind if I uh, chime in and give my opinion, gentlemen? And ladies, says Squats. And she comes out and she stands up holding her bowl of cornmeal and says, and no, you cannot speak after you killed Lloyd along with all of our other friends. Hey, everyone, wouldn't you say this girl has some husky thighs? Get it? Is it because you're in a cornfield? <laughs> yes, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> oh, shucks. I didn't get that one. He figured it out. <laughs> oh, shucks. He got it. <laughs> Hey, brother. Yes? What do they use corn oil for? What is that? To stop corn from squeaking. Oh. I think that joke was amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, I think it's amazing that our group has been stalking us this whole time, and they will find us in no time. Congratulations. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, you wish that that was the case. Don't worry. You'll find you'll have a new group soon enough. Hey, Thunder Thighs. You're going to market tomorrow, hey. and then she. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Can, can I talk to the Colonel? Thunder Thighs. <laughs> you hey. killed our captain, don't you remember? Hey, Biggin. Where's Jimmy? The guy with the chap stands up and says, "I'm right here." Aren't you supposed to be cracking corn and not caring? Hey, Get hey, fucked. hey, hey, guys, guys, guys. I'm hungry. Can I get a can of corn? Can of corn, can of corn I'll be fine. Can of corn. Can of corn. <laughs> That's all I need. Uh, squats. Uh, tosses the cornmeal in your face and says, There. Enjoy. And then she and the others leave the room. Huh. Well, that was just corny. <laughs> Man, that's some great acorn. <laughs> some sweet corn, some cream corn. The three other prisoners that are in the room 
you finally get a good look at them now that uh, the people that were sitting at the table have cleared away because they are on the opposite side of the table sitting against the wall. There are two men and one woman and they look at you and the smallest of the two men, he has a very long nose and he's got giant bags under his eyes and he says, why are you? Why are you antagonizing them? Hey, they, hey, what the hell, guys? You shelled up in there. You left us alone. They came in. They took. Our, they took our farmhouse. They took our, our livelihood. And now they're gonna sell us as slaves. Why are you trying to make them angry? Why are you acting like a big scarecrow? <laughs> Scared crow? It's not funny. Yeah. Oh my God! It's that fucking scarecrow again. You wanna know what's funny? What's the most mythical vegetable? That's right, a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, guys, like, stop antagonizing. Stop antagonizing them, and just like, if you're if you're that brash and that cocky, then get us out of here. Like, hey, let, hey, like save us. That's enough popping corn. What's the dad corn called? That's right, popcorn. <laughs> get fucked. The bigger of the two men says, "I am the pop of this corn." <laughs> And if you think that you can help us, then you should try and help us. I don't want my son to be sold into slavery. That's a good point, Popcorn. Listen here, Popcorn. Let us keep doing what we're doing. We know how to get to these people. Unless you have any better ideas. We're just having a little fun with it. We'll get out of here. Don't worry. How are we bound? You are bound with lots and lots of ropes. Um, your feet have been tied together, your knees are tied together, your arms are, your elbows and your wrists are tied together behind your back. So you can move around, but you're almost like mummy wrapped because you broke through your bonds once already. Uh, And you're sitting up against the wall. The pop of the corn, (laughs) the dad, he says, Pop of corn. He says, I've got some knives over in the kitchen drawer, and the kitchen drawer is about 20 feet from you. We don't need the knives. I got a question for you, Popcorn. What is it that makes the kernel pop? What? Heat. And I cast Firebolt, and I burn the ropes off of me. Yeah, you burn through the ropes? I would also like to cast Firebolt. Pop, pop. Pop, 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 pop. You burn through the ropes, and uh, you are your hands are now free. All right, I would like to take a look around. Do I see an old bag of popcorn anywhere and a microwave? No microwave, but you do see a bag of uh, corn kernels. I would like to go and start making some popcorn with Firebolt. Okay, you you take some 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 lard out of the out of the jar that you find under the under the wash basin and then you uh, put it in a pot and st- pour in some kernels and start heating it up what? with firebolt. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Pops is looking at you going, what are you doing? Making like, some yeah. of the rest of us out. <clears throat> Making some kettle corn. <laughs> you tell the worst joke ever right there. Hey, how do you make popcorn? With fire, breaks himself out and just like walks over and just actually <laughs> casually starts making the popcorn. Like, Told you. It's like then you're gonna, <laughs> after you eat, you're gonna walk back and tie yourself up, and that's how it's done. 
that's not what I'm gonna do. Um, <laughs> so I go over and actually grab the fucking knives. I cut everybody else free, and then I ask them calmly, if corn oil comes from corn, what does baby oil come from? That's right, minerals. What'd you think I was gonna say? The Babies. um the girl who you think who you figure is probably the daughter says, Thank you for letting us out, but you guys are the worst. How old does this daughter look? She looks about ten, the son is probably like fifteen, and then uh dad looks like he's about fifty. I would just like to point out that this dad was worried about his son being sold into slavery. He didn't give a fuck about his daughter. <laughs> about his ten year old daughter. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Can make more. Oh, man. Of, of course I'm worried about my daughter, too. But Listen, Papa Corn don't care about you. He only cares about your brother. I'm sorry. Just like Jimmy. Jimmy's cracking corn. He don't care. Jimmy's got to grow up a little bit. Um, they said Jimmy was dead. Jimmy just stood up a few yeah. minutes ago. Jimmy stood up and said, I'm Jimmy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jimmy. Jimmy's chaps guy. Lloyd is dead. All right, well. Can I see all this happening from outside? No, you cannot. Uh, I will. So, Ambionitis just cut him free. And we'll say that... I threw him a knife. <laughs> I threw a knife at him. Here, catch. Here, catch. Dunk. Listen, you get one try and one try and only. I will throw this popcorn in the air. If you do not catch it in your mouth, I will not free you. But if you catch it, I will cut you free. You get one try. Hits him right in the cornea. Hey, yeah, this yes. guy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we do that? Yeah, who is this? They're already all cut free, Chief. Damn it. I was going to one by one line up and just throw one up. Oh, looks like daddy's not getting out. Let's see about you. <laughs> I asked the family uh, while they were tied up, were they frightened at all? Of course we're frightened. So, you guys were screamed corn. Get it? Not creamed corn. They were screamed corn. Fuck you, Paul. It was oh, funny. <laughs> um, so you guys are standing there. You've got uh, Brixius and Ambionitis. You now have knives. Uh, and just as you finish freeing everybody, the kernels start popping, which makes a very loud tinging sound against the pot. And in comes uh, Jimmy Does with his chaps and sits... What the... So does Jimmy come around the corner? <laughs> yes. He comes around the corner of the building, opens the door, and what the... And I hear him with my ear. He says, all <laughs> shucks. And I hear him with, with my, my ear. ear. <laughs> of corn. Oh. <laughs> all right. He's dead. And he calls for backup. All right, Jimmy. Jimmy's personality seems like a Capricorn to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say that one, you son of. A <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, Papa Corn and his children now have knives that they can use to help us fight. I need everybody to roll initiative. Hey, that includes that includes Jet and Prothean. Oh, it's a fifteen for me. That's a. A whopping six. Six is for dicks. Seven. Seven also more. dicks. Eight. <laughs> more dicks. Did, when did I show you that? You sent that to me like three years ago. I, I remember oh, Sumner so... like religiously chanting that one day. 
I'm just so glad that's still part of everything. I rolled a 21, I think. Of course it's part of every fucking 22. day. I watch it often if I can find it again. Protheon, what'd you get? 14. Brixius. 15. And Ambionitis. 6. So we will come back to what's happening inside the farmhouse just as soon as we resolve what's happening outside the farmhouse. So you guys creeped into the corn and you were going all stealth-like and Jet, you're kind of you're moving a little bit faster than normal because there are some shadows in the corn stalks. Like, each step is actually a step and a half as you go from shadow to shadow. I am nothing but a breeze. And uh, as you're drawing close to the farmhouse, you see that the thugs exit through the front door and they are watering the, the horses and you can hear them arguing amongst themselves still. And you can see the guy wearing chaps and the woman with the thick thighs arguing about who's going to be in charge now. Oh, real quick, how many of them are there? There are five of them. We could take them. You have a woman wearing a green shirt, a woman with thick thighs, a man with very broad shoulders, a man wearing chaps, a man wearing a cowboy hat, which you actually recognize as Finrail's hat because it's so big, and then... That's five. That is it, yeah. Wait, was Finrail not in there with us? He was. He just didn't say anything. Oh, what a dick. You're sitting there for a couple minutes, and after a couple minutes, you see squats seem to win the argument, and Chap storms off to uh, go back into the house. So since we've been tracking these guys for a few days, do we know that this is, like, the entire group that's here? Uh, you're pretty sure that this is everybody, um... Clearly, some other people have left to go in an opposite direction, which is where Abe went. Mm. Uh, but you're pretty sure this is everybody. Okay, and everybody's outside except for that one dude who walked inside? Yes, you can count five horses out front and the five people. Am I within 60 feet of said house? You are just outside 60 feet. You're like 70 or 80. Would, I be able to, would other people see me if I sneak inside the farmhouse? From the front, yes. All right. Perthen, if you want to wait here, I'm going to go sneaky sneak, teleport over there, and just check in the window, see what's going on. Should I make a distraction and start a fire? Maybe. If I give you this signal, and I just throw my hands up into some crazy gang sign, All right. then that is go for fire. I'll burn the cornfield down. You can make a lot of popcorn that way. God, that was corny. The fi- the butterfields of popcorn. And as you guys are discussing this, um, Chaps walked up to the front and you hear him go, What the? Guys, I need help. The prisoners are loose. And now for everybody, the initiative that I asked for, we are now going to do a skill challenge. So we're not actually, we're not going to do straight combat. What we are going to do this time is we are going to try and... Uh, reach your final objective using your skills. So you're, what you're going to do is you're going to describe what you want to try and do, and you're going to choose a relevant skill that you want to use to make that happen, and if you succeed, then you do that action. And if you fail, it will add up to the total group's potential failure. Or if you succeed, it'll add up to the total group's potential success. So what you need to do to succeed in dealing with these thugs is you need to get to 
eight successes or ten failures. One way or the other, that's how you win or lose this challenge. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. And also, to kind of switch it up, you can't use the same skill twice in a row. Makes sense, sir. Yes, sir, Dungeon Master Paul, sir. Okay. Thank you, sir. So, we are going to start with Jet. Chaps just called for backup, and uh, you have your first action. So, is combat... How does combat work in this skill challenge? So, in the skill challenge, you could still, like, fight people, but what you're going to do is you're going to specifically describe how you're trying to fight them or what you're trying to do, and then you're going to roll a relevant check. Ah, I see. Okay, so what my first instinct here would be is I know that they all just called for backup, so I'm going to... Everyone's attention is going to be towards the house, so they're not quite where the horses are at, right? They are where the horses are right now. They have not moved... They haven't had a chance to move. Hmm. Okay. So... Bio time? What I'm going to do is I'm going to ready myself here. Um, I can... Is there, like, a second story to the house with, like, a window? Um, or even just a second story? There's, like, a loft. Yeah, it's a farmhouse, so it's not very big. But, yeah, there's a there's a small second story window. Hmm. Kind of look like one of those skylight sort of window-looking things. Is there a shadow around that area? The sun is starting to dip in the sky, so, yes, there is a shadow okay. uh, next to the building. Okay, good. So I'm going to have a stealth check here. And I'm just going to roll real quick for a... Do you still add your modifiers? Yes. Or, oh, I guess. So I rolled a 21 for my stealth check. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to realize that everyone's going to be funneling in. And the most effective thing I can do is to kind of uh, just make the flow of people a little, like, you know, smaller stream going into there. So I'm going to go up to that second uh, story in the shadow. I'm just going to wait until, you know, the back of the group is going to run inside. And then my goal is, so I'm going to ready myself to jump down on him. Okay. Um, Okay, so, yeah, you tele... Well, how far can you teleport? Is it... 60 feet. 60 feet? Okay, so you run forward a little bit, then you teleport up under the eaves of the roof. Yeah, I'm going to lay down in the grass. I'm going to crawl up about 10 feet or so. Nice and slow. And then then I'm just going to be gone. And then I'm just gone. Okay. Yes. You succeed in doing that, and you are now hanging from the eaves, ready to fall on somebody when they start running towards the house. Um, oh, by the way, the check that you need to beat is a 14. Oh, perfect. Yeah, he's going to crumble like a crouton. Okay, so you have one success. Brixius, you're up next. Do I see a pitchfork laying around? Not inside. Uh, there is one out on the porch of the farmhouse. Is there also that you can see through the front window. Loose hay? out by that pitchfork on the porch? Yes. Is there a way for me to get there this turn to grab the pitchfork so I could go and see Jimmy, make eye contact with him, and then start bailing some hay for him? Yeah, you could, like, launch yourself through the front window. Just kidding, I'm not gonna bail hay. Why would I do that on my turn? Um, is there, like, a refrigerator? No. There, um, in medieval times, they would use a cellar. Man, that sucks. Is there anything really heavy in in the room we are in? The kitchen table. I'm sorry. Did you just ask if there was a refrigerator? Is your refrigerator running? 
No, because they don't have refrigerators. They don't have electricity. Dumbass. Paul, I'm going to turn in my character sheet next time I see you. I resign from this podcast because this guy's a fucking idiot. Uh, Alright, so I am essentially just going to... So is he in the door yet? Yes, he is in the doorway. Okay. I would Throw like the tile to, at him. I would like to pick up the table and kind of push him back out of the door with the table and then use the table to help barricade the door. Okay. Um, so what what check are you going to roll for um, that? I will... Athletics. All right. That sounds good to me. That is going to be a failure, my friend. What'd you roll? Uh, 12. Oh, no. All right. You try to lift the table, but... Um, when you go to lift it, you lo- you have the knife in one hand, and you lose your grip on the table, and it falls over on its side. Shouldn't have had that popcorn. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> your hands are all greasy. I got the butter on my fingers. I hate you so much. <laughs> Damn it, shouldn't have had that popcorn. Yeah, you're a hey, crew. You haven't played in years. What can I be quarterback, huh? You're right. Let's see what you got. Hit me. I'm open. How do I? Prothean, you're up. Uh, how far away is the nearest guy from me? Nearest guy is 60 feet from you. Oh, uh, would I be able to, like, run out, like, javelin a long sword or great sword? Just throw your sword point first, like, or just whip it end over end into one of the guys? Shock yeah. it. Like a spear him with it. Ha. Like a throw on javelin throw with a great sword. Sure. Uh, you can go ahead and give that a try. Uh, what? I want to roll in athletics. 19 plus strength, so 23. That's a success. Wait, I'm proficient. 25. Even more of a success. You heft your sword, and running forward, you chuck it, chuck it at, uh, who do you want to aim for? Diane Fenriel's hat. You bury your sword in, uh, the imposter Finrail's back. And he goes down. And I draw him out of the sword. All right. Then the farmhouse people are going to run behind Brixius and Ambionitis, and Finrail is going to say, Don't worry. These boys and I'll we'll take care of you. Nah, Finn's still one of the boys. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, except he didn't do jack shit. I thought he was going to be all mad about this, but he seems pretty cool. Oh, don't worry, boys. I'm very mad about this. Nah, you're, you're chill. Let's deal with this, and then we'll then we'll move on. <laughs> on right. to the next then hunt. The, all the thugs are going to start running. Well, all the thugs had their attention on the farmhouse and are going to start running forward, except for the guy with the broad shoulders who notices that his buddy just got pierced through the back with a giant sword, and he's going to draw his mace and is going to is going to draw his mace and is going to turn to face Prothean, and he's going to swing on you, Prothean. Whoa, he threw that. Yeah, uh, he's about 30 feet away from me, isn't he? Yeah, he can move 30 feet to engage with you. Alright. He misses on the first one. He swings wildly, and you duck under under that swing. Then he's going to come back at you, swinging his club with a 16. Does that hit? 16 notes. My golem class is 17. Oh, dang it. 
Okay, so he's going to swing back, and uh, you're going to raise your arm, and it's going to glance off of your gauntlet. No damage to you. Then the um, other three thugs, Green Shirt, Squats, and Jimmy, are going to run in and attack Ambionitis and Brixius. Activate my trap card. Do I stop the last one in the doorway with my trap card? Sure. Uh, you can fall on squats, and uh, you'll tackle her to the ground. You just hear, from the top shelf? No, I, I want to be more quiet than that. <laughs> uh, so just green, green-shirted woman and Jimmy are going to engage, one with Ambionitis and one with Brixius. Green-shirted woman is going to miss both times against Ambionitis, and Brixius is going to manage to dodge both swings from Jimmy as well. They rolled, not a single one, rolled a natural number above 10. Ambionitis, you're up. Table's pretty heavy. I wouldn't try lifting it. <laughs> Trying to think here. Another week, another round of announcements. No podcast partner this week, but if you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send an email with a quick synopsis of your project and a 30-second promo, if you have one, to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll review your pitch and get back to you. For all of our listeners out there, make sure to recommend the show to your friends if you're enjoying what you're hearing. Your recommendations are the quickest way to grow the podcast. Then, both you and your friends should leave a rating review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, or all three if you want to. We'll read them all. Speaking of which, we've got another review coming at the end of this episode, so stick around to hear if it's yours. Then head over to redbubble.com for official Death Saving Bros swag. The Death Saving Bros logo design is currently available on shirts, hoodies, mugs, and notebooks, with new designs coming soon. You can find that gear by searching Death Saving Bros on redbubble.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Death Saving Bros for the latest news about the podcast. And follow Life Saving Bros on Instagram for plot hooks, pre-made character sheets, and other tips and tricks to bring your own D&D campaign to life. St. Patrick's Day is coming up this weekend, along with uh, many school and university spring breaks. It's because of this confluence of events, many of us hosts will not be in town, and therefore unable to record. So we're sorry to say there will not be an episode next week. That's March 19th. Just wanted to give everyone a heads up on that one. Again, no episode March 19th, but we will be back at it again March 26th. So we'll see you then. Now, without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. So, like, this combat thing. So I can hit people, right? Yeah, you can hit people. You just have to describe exactly what you want to do. And, and uh, I can't use the same skill twice. In a row. Correct. So if you swing with an athletics this time, then you won't be able to do that next time. Oh, so I can't use it in a row? Right. But I can use, like, say I did athletics and then something else and then another one. Yeah. Okay... 
And we deemed athletics as a movement in the air. What's acrobatics? Acrobatics is like, it's your finesse and your dexterity. So if you were like balanced on a thi- on a on a beam across a canyon, or if you were trying to um, jump from stone to stone across a a river. You could probably do an acrobatics check. Or if you get into a breakdancing fight. I was going to say. Or that. Based on that description, I don't know why I would have ever picked it to be proficient in because I do not see myself crossing a canyon by a rope anytime soon. But what you can do right now is you can just say, I do a backflip. Acrobatics. <laughs> That'd be a success. Yeah, can I like jump off the... Is there a counter near me? Just to a 360 cartwheel. Uh, there's a sideboard, which is just like a, a little cabinet that's uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Can I comes up to about waist height? Run and jump off of that, maneuvering myself in the air, and kick this fucker in the head. Who, Jimmy? Yes, the one that cracks corn and doesn't care. Crack his skull. Yeah, go ahead and uh, give that a try. Hit him right in the crop. Oh lordy, is that athletics or acrobatics? Uh, which would you like it to be? Preferably athletics. Go ahead. Damn. Eleven. Eleven? Oh, no. That's a failure. So you try to jump off the sideboard, and you misjudge the distance, and your swing is short, and Jimmy is able to back up out of the way. No, so you rolled an eight, and then it's strength, so that would be twelve. With your oh, plus I do four. add my strength to that? Yeah, and then with your proficiency, it'd actually be 15, 15. which is a pass. Oh, well then, yeah, you kick him str- square in the face. So, like, the way this is going to go down, I'm going to yell mountaintop when I release my footing from this cabinet thing. I want to backflip and land both feet square on his head. I want to pencil dive onto his face. <laughs> Okay, you do your backflip off the sideboard, two feet, mountaintop, and you kick him square in the face, pencil diving and taking him down to the ground. But he is not... uh, Go ahead and roll damage for me. And that is, what, 1d4? Uh, it's... Yeah, do 1d4 plus your strength. Alright. Eight. It's a big boot. Fucking mountaintop. Man, I really wish it was thunderstorming. We could use some kabooms right about now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alright. He is on the ground and he's bleeding from his nose. Finrail is going to take his knife and he's going to say, Alright boys, let's see if I can aim a little better this time. And he's going to throw his knife at... Please don't say Jimmy. (laughs) Please for the love of God, don't say Jimmy. At Jimmy. God damn it, I'm near him. He rolled a seven. Fuck. So, he does not... Actually, hold on. Shit. My next turn, I would like to persuade Finrael to throw better. Nope, that's... He gets a plus three to his throw, so... He rolls a total of ten, which is one shy of uh, Jimmy's Your armor class. Your fucking trash. <laughs> yeah, but it's, so is it... Is it a success if you hit him through his armor class, or do you still have to roll above this certain uh, number to get a success oh. in this situation? Well, 
I, either way, he's, he he oh, failed. I was just <laughs> curious on the rules, but yeah, that that's that's a good point. He's going to abide by the by the skill challenge as well. So that's uh, three successes and two failures for you guys. Jet, you're up again. You just tackled squats from the top shelf. From the top shelf. So I want to make it very clear. I guess uh, I don't know if this is going to be my action, but when I landed on top of her. The uh, first thing I want to do <laughs> is try to seduce. Um, seduce. Try to slip a piece of cheese into her pocket. Why? That's for me to know. Okay. Okay, that you could do that as your. Uh, you could do that as your turn. Like, is that going to be like? Like, is that going to be my entire turn, or? Can that just be like when I fall or at some point in there, I want to try to do that? No, you would have to make a sleight of hand check to do that. Okay. And since since I did the stealth earlier, that was a straight stealth, I can do sleight of hand? Yeah. Excellent. I'm going to do that. Twelve. That's a failure. So you're up to three and three. I use my inspiration point. You don't have one of those. Yes, I do. You still have one? I yeah. still have I one, too. too. I don't have one. When we get inspiration I've, points? I've never used an inspiration point. Do I have one? All right. Go ahead. Go ahead and take one, Prothean. You've got an inspiration point for this fight. Much better. Whee! That one was a 19. Okay. So I slipper the cheese. Okay, so we're up to four successes and two failures. Brixius, you're up. Wait, who else failed? I, fa- I know I failed once. I'm sorry. Am I also allowed to um do any sort of like movement or whatever to like ready myself for the what's probably going to turn into a combat situation yeah you can get up off of her okay. and uh never move back a little bit all right i will and to answer you be rich finrail and uh brixius both failed once god damn it all right so what i would like to do is so is there like a door like yeah. other than the front door is what i mean oh um Yes, there is a door to your... If you're facing the front of the house to the left, there's one door. Okay, is there any windows? There are two windows at the front of the house and two windows at the back. All right, so I would like to cast Expeditious Retreat on myself, and then my next move would be to take off sprinting and dive through the window. Okay. Um, do you want to make it an arcana check? Yes, that is what I was gonna, what I was thinking to do. And which window are you diving through? Uh, one of the back door windows. Okay. The one that has the breakaway glass already installed. Mm. Man, <laughs> really killing it today. Uh, not the one with the plexiglass. <laughs> I think this form was a two four for that. So we deciphered that an eleven fails, right? You bounce off the plexiglass. I run straight headfirst into the wall. I miss the window on the dive. Uh, yeah, I guess guess I'll just fail for us again. Really not good at these skill challenges. But it was an arcana check, so you actually uh, failed at casting Expeditious Retreat, and you misjudged how fast you could run, and yeah, you just bounce off the wall. Making a damn fool of myself right now. First, I try to pick up the table and it just slips. And then I try to run and jump out the window and I fucking miss. Brothian, you're up. Alright. I'm gonna yell, Tom, give me strength. And I'm gonna do a sleight of hands check by 
doing, um, taking my sword and basically just looking like I'm gonna hit him with that. But really, I'm putting my hand around to, like, grab him in the throat and use inflict wounds. Yeah, I like it. Go ahead. So that, or you could probably make a religion check because you just yelled to Torm, so. I had, like, Torm smite him from. Can I do yeah, that? His whole turn. <laughs> his whole turn. Torm, give me strength! His power's up like Goku. Um, I mean, if you. I don't think I would let Torm just smite him on the spot, but he might guide your hand if you wanted to do that. Uh, yeah, I do. No, I'll, I'll go with um, sleight of hand. Okay. I'm trying to faint maneuver. I have 14. That is a success. Congratulations. <laughs> You're, you've got five successes. You only need three more to, right. to win out. Um, so you grab him by his throat and go ahead and roll me some damage. Some damage. 4d10. It's inflict wounds. You know he's just dead. <laughs> it's 4d10. I'm using it as level two. All right. That is a four, six. That went off the table. Ten, three. Four, six, ten, and three? Yeah, 23. You do some mighty damage, mighty inflicted wounds to shoulders, uh, but he is still alive. Can I use my second attack to like- Nope. Ah, fuck. Remember, even if it was regular combat, Casting a spell is an action. You can only attack twice if you use the attack action. Okay. Then the farmhands are going to open up the door to the to the bedroom that you can now see as a bedroom once they open the door, and they're going to run in there and hide. And they're going to try and barricade the door. Let's see if they succeed at that. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. They fail really bad at that. They rolled a two. God, they suck. Bitches. <laughs> so you've got five successes and four failures, thanks to those farmhands. Uh, then the thugs are going to go. Green-shirted woman is going to swing on uh, Aunt Brixius. Actually, no. Uh, Green-shirted woman is going to try and tackle Brixius to try and wrap him up again with some rope that she has in her hands. So your NPC characters uh, affect our, our skill challenge here? Yes. Yeah, they're on your side. Doesn't seem like it with all they're losing. <laughs> I need a contested strength check from Brixius. Let's go. Uh, um, uh, is it like a saving throw type deal where I add, where I add anything? You would add your strength. But just to my it. strength. Yes. Sixteen. Okay, you managed to kind of rugby back up as she's tackling you, and uh, you're down low, holding her off as she's trying to tackle you. Then, um, Jimmy is on the floor and is going to try and knee Ambionitis in the crotch you to, the to get him off of him. And he rolls a 17 plus 4, so... Or no, 17 plus 2. So he definitely gives you one good knee straight to the crotch there, Ambionitis. Uh, and you are going to take... Three damage. I'd like to laugh. It's always funny when someone gets hit in the balls, regardless of any situation. <laughs> and you're going to roll off him as uh, he stands up and looms over you and tries to punch you in the face. This time he does not swing quite as true and uh, you are able to back away from his swinging arm. Bitch. Squats is going to draw a knife and is going to try a knife jet 
and she rolls a 15. Does that hit you? It does not. Okay. Then she's going to try and knife you again, this time succeeding with a natural 19. And she's just going to stab you real quick in the leg, uh, dealing three damage. Then, Ambionitis, it, it is your turn. You just got need in the balls. Yeah, I want to find those real quick. Just make sure I still have them. They're there. They are causing you immense pain. All right. Well, they feel like they're in your throat, but that's where I like them. Um, you like balls in your throat? Yes, I do. I want to. All right. Where is Jim Jam at? He is standing above you. I want to kick him in the joints. Okay. Remember, you used athletics oh, last time. I want to. He's just kicking him, isn't that? Strength or something? No, it's, no it's a skill challenge, so you got to use your skills. Can I springboard myself into his nutsack acrobatically? Like, oh, uh, like kick your kick your feet up and yeah, like you know how like people that think they're hard asses like do that thing where they roll back and they shoot themselves, like they springboard up. themselves up. Kip yeah, ups. kick up. Yeah, I want to do that into his ball sack. And you're gonna do that as an acrobatics? Correct. I want to acrobatically make contact with his yam sack. Acrobatically. Oh, I don't like what that looks like. What is that? Fuck. 11. Oh, no. (laughs) You are now at 5 and 5. You're halfway to failing this whole thing. Or halfway. only 3 away from succeeding. To succeeding. To succeeding. (laughs) So you springboard up. I'll allow you to do that, but you don't get his nuts. Damn. Then Finrail is going to say, Well, boys, I can't seem to throw anything, so I'll throw myself at them. Slut. (laughs) (laughs) I just got what I said. Oh, you big, strong men here. I know what I'm doing on my next turn already. What do I have to do to get my hat back from you? Oh, I already killed the guy with the hat. And did you not go and put on the hat yourself? No. I'm disappointed. No, he just, uh, he javelined him, so he hasn't made it there yet. With a great sword. Um, the way that Finrail is going to try and do this is he's actually going to try and intimidate them by running at, uh, Jimmy. Real aggressive, his, uh, his mustache fluttering as he runs at him. He's gonna go, I'm gonna get you! You sound like (laughs) a dumbass. Well, that's out the the battle cry, like the screaming cowboys. (laughs) He is, he does sound like a dumbass when he does it because he rolled a two. So he was not intimidating in the slightest. His NPCs are going to fail this for us. No, it's going to be me. <laughs> and uh, Finrail is going to run at Jimmy and Jimmy's just going to sidestep and push him over. He's back on the ground. That's six failures. It is Jet's turn. <sighs> okay. It's going to be a ballsy move here because I'm going to try something that I am not proficient with, nor is my highest skill points here. But I was just stabbed in the leg by this husky lady. And I would imagine that I want to be in, we're, we're in one of those uh, facing each other, just circling around, eyeing each other down. I got my hand back on my quarterstaff, kind of like a police officer, hand on the gun before he draws it. And I. Just look at them in the eye and say, Well, you definitely seem as though you have been through many battles and are quite experienced. Oh, you want me to respond? That's right. 
and you're about to go down. It is very clear that I probably can't beat you since I'm not nearly as husky as you are, but that's why I always have the element of surprise, and I rolled an animal handling check here because what I did is I pulled out my faithful companion, Cheddar the Rat, and I threw him at her, rolling a 20. Natural? No. Oh. As an element of surprise, and it will e probably distract her. Hopefully, the mouse, or the rat, I'm sorry, Cheddar, decides to inflict some damage here while searching for such cheese and or causing such confusion. Don't call him a mouse. He doesn't like that. Hey. <laughs> uh, sure. Cheddar is, with that animal handling check, Cheddar lands on her, she goes, ah! And Cheddar starts scurrying over her and goes for the cheese and bites her, giving one damage. <laughs> I'm going to say my next instinct here, I know it'll probably take a whole turn, but is to follow up with, I am charging her with my quarterstaff drawn. <laughs> is to follow up with taking out a pot that I had in my pocket, putting it over the rat, and then lighting firebolts on the back of it so it burrows into her. Yeah, you you ever seen Game of Thrones? They do that in Game of Thrones. It's messed up. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I, re I really thought that skill you were going with there was like just to like seduce her at first and <laughs> like persuade her to want you. And then it came out really good. So good job. Good on you. Go ahead. <laughs> I know that you want this. Murder all your friends for me. Brixius, you're up. All right. You only need two more successes. But we also only need like three more failures. So, um... Brad, in wrestling, when someone tries to shoot a takedown, the other person, like, tries to sprawls. avoid it. Is it called sprawls? That's what I thought. That's what I was going to ask. It's where, Yeah, it's like when yeah they shoot for your leg and you just kind of back the leg up, drop on top of them. Yeah, I, 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 was, I thought it was sprawl. I just want to be sure. So as I'm sprawling, as she, or the, was it a she or a he coming at me with the rope? She is coming at you with the rope. As she's coming at me and I sprawl, I would like to kind of counter and try to take the rope and use it actually against her to tie her up using a sleight of hand check. Sure. Go ahead. Getting bold here because I'm not proficient in this one. I would not have made a difference. Uh, that is a nine. All right. Failure. You try to grab the rope and she... It's Shouldn't have had that popcorn. <laughs> it's like when you're trying to kick people, like when you're trying to kick out legs and you just keep switching legs and you're, it's the same thing with the hands. You're trying to grab and then she switches it to her other hand. You try to grab it from that hand and you're just switching back and forth as you're like trying to grapple with each other. And then... Uh, it looks like an intense game of patty cake. <laughs> with, with a mixture of footsie, except with hands. So handsy. No, that's that's weird. Patty cake. <laughs> Prothean. Okay, um, can I use a medicine? Was my hand still on his throat? Yes. Can I use a medicine check to rip his throat out? What in the hell? Mm, no, I'm not going to allow that one. <sighs> Are you saying it's not a medical procedure to remove someone's throat? It's You're able to do it. Uh, do it. It's possible to rip someone's throat out with your bare hands. Bare hands. Animal handling. <laughs> so that's a no on, no on that one? Go, go ahead and roll your medicine check. Survival. I, we can make it work somehow. Does a 13 do anything? No, that's just a little too far under the, the check. Are you proficient? <laughs> no, I'm not. 
So you try to rip out his throat and he backs off and he goes, The hell are you trying to do? That's messed up. Why did he turn uh, into Dr. Phil all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> he just got throat chopped. Who paid in your Cheerios? The people, the farmhands inside are going to try and rally you guys saying, Come on, save us. We know you can do it. Help us. You got it. And they are going to roll a uh, persuasion check. We all throw our knives and weapons at them and are throwing <laughs> our bodies, and they're all standing there with their <laughs> knives and weapons like, you guys got this. <laughs> <laughs> and they rolled an 11, so they fail again. God damn it. Between me, Finrael, and the common people, we are going to lose it for all of us. You are one shy of failing this entire thing. You still need two more successes. Uh, the thugs are going to come after you. The green-shirted woman is going to try a sleight of hand to try and grap- pretend like she's going to grapple you again, but then she's going to let go of her force, hopefully making Brixius fall a little bit forward, and then she's going to sidestep and wrap her arm around your neck trying to put you in a chokehold. That's hot. And so that's a contested strength for you. Oh, great. 20. And she rolled a 14. So she does sidestep and you guys are now separated but she didn't grab you in a chokehold. And that's one more success for us. Nope. <laughs> nice try. Uh, then Jimmy is just going to swing his mace this time at Ambionitis. Twice? Well, nope, he rolled a natural one the first time. So, Ambionitis, you are going to disarm him. I cut off his arms? <laughs> Not dismember, disarm. So you knock the mace out of his hand. Damn. And then Squats is out with Jet, and she is going to try and uh, animal handle herself, and she's going <laughs> to try and throw the rat away. <laughs> she rolled a natural one as well. She accidentally got herself bit again, so she gets another damage. Oh, she did not handle herself very well. In skill challenges like this, uh, do natural 20s or natural 1s do anything extra or anything? No. Okay. They just wind up doing some really cool shit. You absolutely know you are one step closer or further away from or one step closer to victory or defeat, I guess. <laughs> Alright. Ambionitis, you are up. I want to do something athletic to hit Jimmy. Good enough description for me. I'm just trying to think of what athleticism I want to show. Frisbee throws some of the plates from the cabinets. Well, you did just disarm him, so his arm is exposed. You could try breaking it. Get into the wind-up. And I would like you to throw something really hard at I him. I do have a knife. Disarm him. That I haven't used yet. Call Randy Johnson on him. Yeah, can I just crow hop into a knife throw? How? Okay, actually, how close is he to me? And I should probably figure out if this is going to work or not. He is, like, right next to you. That's not going to work. still then. crow hop into a knife throw. The, a crow hop's going to take a few feet. What, am I going to run away, crow hop, mountaintop that bitch at him? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Can I move back like five feet and crow up and throw this fucking thing at him? Is that a thing that can happen? Yes, it can. All right, well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to move back and just do crow hop towards him and throw a fucking knife at him at point blank as hard as I possibly can. Oh, baby, that's going to do it. 
Wait, was this mine or yours? <laughs> no, you rolled your dice and it hit my dice, and then you just picked up and looked at my dice. Oh shit, my bad. Oh, this is mine? Yeah, but you should probably stick with the roll on my dice, so we don't lose this challenge. <laughs> you also have an inspiration point. Yeah, I'm gonna use that. Alright, here we go. I thought that was mine, I was like, what the fuck <laughs> happened here? I was like, why is this so light now? The, the 16. That's a success, so you crow hop and bury this knife in uh, Jimmy's shoulder. Shoulder? So roll a 1d4 plus your dexterity. 7. Oh, plus my dexterity and my 5. Alright, 5 to Jimmy. Fuck you, Jimmy. Jimmy! Did we win yet? Get out of here, James. You need one more success, so it all comes down to Finrail. Jimmy. No. Oh, god damn it. We're so fucked. I would like to persuade him to do better. Finrail is going to try and uh, sweep the leg. He's going to try and sweep Jimmy's leg. Can he try to sit this one out? <laughs> and he rolled a 15. He sweeps Jimmy's leg. Jimmy goes down, and you guys succeed on this skill challenge. Yes. I collect Cheddar and tell him, good job, and I give him the piece of cheese he has well-deserved. So tell me what you guys would would do with each of your people. We'll start with Jet. You've got squats. What would you do with her? Would you let her run away, or would you uh, try and take her down, or what? Um, Given the situation, um, basically... I teleported up here, dropped down, big fight inside. I don't know what's going on, so we're just going to prisoner this one, tie her up, put her not not, not to the horse or anything, <laughs> just to maybe, you know, side of the house or just, you know, bop, you know, one of the support beams on the house, something. Okay, so while she's distracted trying to deal with Cheddar, you... Bop her on the head, just... Or are we still, yeah, are we still skill challenging? Am I engaged in a fight here? Nope, or is it we're like, just wrapping it up. Okay, yeah, I was, because initially I was going to run just out of, like, just into the cornfield, and then, so I'm in a shadow, teleport from shadow to, like, around right by here, and just boop her on the top of the head. Okay, well, you boop her on top of the head, or you bop her on top of the head, and, uh, then she goes down, you tie her up. Then I walk inside and I see everybody else. I go, she called these people a cob. They're not driving home tonight. <laughs> oh my god. Boo. <laughs> what are you doing with uh, green-shirted woman? Said there's a bedroom in here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why does everyone laugh at that? So, precisely, I'm going to tie her to the bed and set this house on fire. That's a me thing to do. Just remember, this farmhouse does belong to those farm hands. Yeah, but Eminem taught me to tie him to the bed and set this house on fire. So. Are we sure they own this place? Or do we just love the way they're lying to us? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, for two. <laughs> Strike city. I was going to kill them all and let God decide. Uh, all right, you tie. Go ahead. Well, are you going to let me do this? You're not setting the fucking house on fire. Okay, I just set the bed on fire, and no. I'll buy him a new bed. <laughs> I would like to... <laughs> I'm going to pull a Prothean here. And, uh, yeah. You said you're just going to buy... What, are you going to go to the fucking... The mattress the, store. The mattress store and Levin buy another furniture. fucking bed. Right. Ye old Levin. <laughs> Leviathan Thurn furniture. <laughs> I was going to say Levinathan. 
I would like to the make protein a... move would be taking the headboard and doing a Vlad the Impaler type situation. Option B. I will string her up like a scarecrow and stick her out in the middle of the field. Nope, too protein like. We'll try again. Option three. Do I have my weapons or no? They have confiscated all your stuff and it's over by the horses. Well, I guess. You look then outside, I'm just ransacking. I guess essentially bag. the most logical thing I would do is uh, we're in this bit of a scuffle here. And I think I would honestly just go in and knock her out like a fight. And I'd drop her and then end up tying her up and turn to Papa Corn and say, What do you want me to do with this? I think the best option would be to f- figure out if there are any other slavers in the area, and then uh, we can turn them into the uh, the magistrate in town. Just sell the slaver into slavery. Sounds like a lot of work. I will uh, leave her on the. I'll leave her right on the porch and let you take care of that. So I go and I throw her into the loose hay from earlier. <laughs> uh, Ambionize, what are you doing with Jimmy? Oh, no. Jim Jam. He just got his legs swept. What aren't I doing to Jimmy? Half of me wants to beat his face in and kill him. Um, the other half, however, still wants to kill him. Kind of a dick. Was he? Do you remember if he was one of the ones that like backed off of fighting me? Mm, I don't remember. Just to let you know, if I see you kill Jimmy, I'm probably going to walk outside and pick up that pitchfork and put it through the girl that was on me, because you can't kill your guy and me not kill my guy. Where, Where is this ten-year-old girl at? <laughs> she is poking her head out through the bedroom door. Yeah, it's not going to work. Since when don't you kill in front of children? <laughs> I am Wait, didn't you just book. tie the person to the bed that they're all in? No, he didn't do I that. am a barbarian, so I do want to maul this guy's face. However, I've been in the city for a little while. And I've come to understand that children don't need to see a seven-foot guy beating this guy's face in until it cracks and caves. Man, you've changed. I appreciate his character choice. Let, let Ambionitis do his thing. Hey, let his brother talk him into bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I want to grab his shirt with my hand, pick him up, like pull him up, headbutt him, knock him out, and then tie him up and throw him in the hay where my brother just put the other one. Alright, uh, and then Protheum, what are you doing with shoulders? 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 He backed off me when I oh, tried to rip his throat out, right? Yeah, I thought you were All right. a fucking crazy person. I, I, tell, I tell him to drop a sword and I give him peace. Peace as in without a throat. Peace as in, in the holy symbol is now carved into his skull. Yeah, he drops his sword and says, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh no, he he was he was Doctor Phil. I'm sorry. I knock him on his knees and like execution style, put a sword through the back of his neck. Wow. <laughs> I cut out it's his Achilles tendon. Where is the painless way to die? It's where quick. is the kid in relation to what Prothean just did? <laughs> uh, Prothean is outside, so the kid did not see that. Yeah, like knock, walk up behind him, like knock him on his knees, like pull his head uh, head forward, and a sword right through the spine. Jesus. There's some windows, you know. I think everyone saw that. Let's see if the kid saw it. Did I see it? Yeah. That's a, yeah. Um. 
Ambionitis and Brixius, you definitely saw it because you were tossing the people in the hay. And the kid rolled a natural 20, so she saw all of that. I cast darkness. <laughs> and she screams and faints. She learned from it. Damn. That sounds about right. Brother, I think it's time we reevaluate why we're still traveling with this man. <laughs> I think we need to leave this poor family alone and move on. He is one Go meet sick, up with Abraham. Sick man. Finrail says, I think that I'm going to go grab my hat back, and then I'm going to go back home, because hey. this whole shit is fucked. Seven ways to Paylor's realm. Doesn't it make you feel young again? Mm, no. And Listen. he walks outside, sweeps his hat off the ground, puts it on his head, and hops up on a horse and says, all right, boys, I'll be seeing you. Finn. And he starts riding off into the mountains. What a dick. We almost killed him twice. I thought he was in this for the long haul. Oh, we almost killed him twice. We were having fun. Everyone, nobody got hurt that bad. He calls back, I got hurt, got hurt a lot. He got hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he got knocked out damn near twice. Yeah, no one got hurt by anyone in this campaign. The farm people walk up and Papa Corn says, I appreciate you got you gentlemen helping my family out of this. I didn't want my son sold into slavery, but I definitely didn't want my daughter to see the horrors of the world, which would have thanks happened. Thanks to your friend. Well, thanks she to her did. natural 20, she just saw all of that. <laughs> what she just witnessed is worse than anything that she would have saw in slavery. So... Yes, yeah, so, so I've gathered. So I will... Are you sure that you won't help us take the take these two slavers into the magistrate I'd in like town? To pull where, them aside where the kids cannot hear the conversation. I'll go over and distract the kids. You're gonna go and start playing Legos with them. Yep. Um. Now I'm gonna go make sure the fucking daughter's all right. She just fainted. <laughs> I was like, eh, fucker. I've never really dealt with kids much um you think i have yeah oh, God, damn <laughs> you go and you try to like comfort her and it's just like the most like <laughs> aggressive like <laughs> assaulting you just start poking <laughs> her with like a stick hey <laughs> alive <laughs> here's the thing if you want we can take care of them in a much quicker way that doesn't involve any of us really having to go out of our way for these bad people. It's called murder. And we will make sure that your children do not see it. Oh, we'll fall beyond that point. No, I... I think that it's best that we follow the law. Our god, Helleros, would want it that way. Helleros? Helen Rose? Helleros. Who is Helleros? The god of what? The, the god of the many faces. The one true god. Not murdering people. Where's the magistrate? I'm assuming my character's not going to hear this, or I might go on a crusade. Protean, I will fucking end you if you go on a crusade right now, I promise you. L listen, Pops, how how long is this whole process with the magistrate? Like, where, how far away are they? Well, now that we have now that we have horses, we could get back hey. and we could get there and back within a day. You said you want to stick within the law. Those are someone else's horses. That'd be stealing. Technically, they're being borrowed. No, they're the owners they're now our property. Back. They've been confiscated. After the sheriff already stole one and ran off on it. Listen, listen. If we are not gonna 
take them to the magistrate. If you want, we can go bury them in your cornfield. Or if you want to handle them, that's, that's your way. This is your land. That's fine. I will handle them. But please, don't hurt them anymore. Great. Also, we are famished. <laughs> and I see you have... I've got a pl- plenty of corn and I would be happy to share. We all have like a big dinner and then can I take some to go? A full extra backpack full of corn? Yes. I will give that to all of you. Alright. Bag of corn. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone can additionally add to their sheets one full backpack of corn. <laughs> and I can carry 200 and some pounds of said corn. So you guys sit down to a nice meal of uh, of corn and um, corn bread. the daughter is sitting as far away as she can from Prothean. <laughs> Makes sense. And it's it's one of those awkward, like, hey, we're trying to make small talk, but it's not really going all that great. And uh, they they offer you some, some blankets to sleep on the floor. And when you wake up, next episode, you will be level seven. These are some nice folk here. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Death Saving Bros podcast. Uh, we'll pick up next week uh, as you guys hit the road again, either to go meet up with Abe or to head into town to see the magistrate, which it sounds like you're not going to do that. Or who knows? You might go off and do something else. Yeah, we don't need to go see Abe. He's just uh, out of the party He's now. He's a fucking bitch. <laughs> we are going to Trugala. You're in Trugala. That's why I don't care if I murder people. When the hell did we get to Trugala? <laughs> Trugala Kingdom is on the exact opposite side of the mountains. God damn it. Then maybe we're going to the magistrate. We'll fucking take the guys with us. Maybe the people who own the farm are demons. Demons. Maybe. <laughs> we'll figure that out next episode. You mean uh, children it, of the corn? Maybe the portal is in the corn maze, and that's where the demons are coming maze. from. Is the portal a maze? In the meantime, uh, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and review if you enjoyed what you heard, and share it with a friend. We will be sure to read any reviews that we receive on the air, like this one. For anyone who enjoys D&D, by D&D Love. Do you love playing Dungeons & Dragons, but just can't get into a game? Listen to these guys. They'll make you feel like you're right at the table. This is awesome. H-T-Q-W-W. Who the fuck said that? D&D Love, did you not hear? Thank you very much for your review, HTQWW. Or you could hit us up on Twitter at Death Saving Bros and let us know. I am personally at HP Camper. I'm at Benfro15. I'm at I'm a underscore B underscore Rad. And me and Matt Smith are on Old School RuneScape at fuck what those oh is it bdizzle 918 it's bdizzle 918 and matt is at fat f-a-t-t smith and you can follow me on twitter at es nemeth you can also follow our uh D supplement account on instagram at life saving bros we've got uh character sheets we've got some D hooks and we'll have some other future things to help bring your D campaign to life until next time Those of you that are listening in your cars, in your home, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. You've been amazing.
crap. Need a pencil. I'm sweating profusely. I don't have lead. Too bad Matt's not here to celebrate Matt not being here. Cutting that. Wait, what? Are <laughs> you kidding me? Twice? Well, nope, he rolled a natural Wait. one the first time, so he's I thought he going... was outside with me. No, no that's sorry, shoulders. Long, long... Yeah, sorry, shoulders. guys. Shoulders. My name is Paul Camper. You can follow me on Twitter at Cornelius Camper. You can follow me at I'm a underscore... I'm underscore a underscore bitch. <laughs> Get fucked. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Heavy Interlude, Le Grand Chase, Malicious, Morgana Rides, Porch Blues, Stormfront, Twisting, and To the Ends are by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The tracks Dreams of War, Fantasy Theme, and Silent Motion are by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.